Hi, everyone. Welcome to your San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten. Today, we'll talk to columnist Michael Smolens about the effort to recall Governor Gavin Newsom and its San Diego ties. Then, editorial writer and editor Chris Reed will share his take on the effort and how it might be turned around. But first, the news. San Diego County elementary schools could get a green light to reopen soon. The county's case rate dipped Tuesday to 22 cases per 100,000 residents, and that's below the 25 per 100,000 threshold required for schools to reopen. If the case rate stays below 25 for five consecutive days, schools serving grades K through 6 would be allowed to reopen with county and state approval. Dr. Wilma Wooten, the county's public health officer, can block elementary schools from reopening if she believes the case rate will not remain stable or if COVID-19 conditions are too dire in some parts of the county. The COVID-19 vaccine superstation near Petco Park will close this Friday and Saturday, according to a county spokesperson. The closure could extend to Sunday and Monday, and it's the result of winter storms that have swept much of the country and halted vaccine supply lines. Anyone with an appointment during the closure will have their appointments rescheduled. NASA's Perseverance rover survived a descent through Mars's atmosphere Thursday and safely landed to begin a search for ancient signs of life. The spacecraft is outfitted with many instruments, including cameras built by Malin Space Science Systems of Sorrento Valley and a drone built by Qualcomm. Perseverance landed on Mars at 12.55 p.m. Pacific time and began transmitting photos to Earth less than 15 minutes later. to recall Governor Gavin Newsom were underway before COVID-19 hit, but since then, the movement has only intensified. Backers of the effort are unhappy with how he's managed the pandemic response, from his visit to the French Laundry to slow vaccine rollouts to unemployment fraud. Michael Smolens, you're the political columnist at the Union Tribune. What is the latest on this recall effort, and how many signatures have been submitted? Well, nearly 1.5 million verified signatures of registered voters in California are needed. Uh, the the recall advocates say they've got that. Uh, they believe they need a you know 300 to 500 thousand uh, signature cushion because obviously you get a lot of bogus signatures, duplicate signatures, and so forth. Uh, they say they're on track, and frankly, most independent analysts believe they're on track. But uh, the actual verified signatures so far are only about 500 thousand. That's the normal lag because you know they kind of come in periodically from the various counties. So. Uh, as I said, that most uh, most people seem to think the recall will qualify. Uh, whether the governor actually gets recalled is another question. Well, I want your predictions for that, but we'll get to that in a minute. Um, of course, there's a San Diego tie here because two Republicans, former San Diego Mayor Kevin Faulkner and Rancho Santa Fe businessman John Cox, are campaigning to replace Newsom. Um, how does Faulkner's performance as mayor here color his chances of becoming governor? Well, Kevin Faulkner has been mentioned as a gubernatorial candidate almost uh, from the day he was elected back in 2014, and certainly after his re-election in 2016, Republicans just have not made headway in the state of California. It's become so democratic. And here you had a a Republican, a moderate Republican in most people's eyes, uh, as the mayor of of the second largest city in the state. So naturally, he, he gained attention, and some of his policies seemed to go in sync in terms with the state in terms of uh, uh, you know, immigration, uh, climate change, and so forth. But we'll see how it, it, he fares now that he's getting a lot more scrutiny. 
uh, his his uh, his mayoral tenure was sort of a checkered in terms of record, uh, and I think he will get a lot more examination on that where he didn't before. And how about John Cox? He ran against Newsom in 2018. Do you think he has a shot now? Well, he lost in a landslide, uh, which is sort of isn't surprising. He's not a well-known name. He's wealthy. He lives in Rancho Santa Fe, been a very successful businessman. And he just dumped in another million dollars into his campaign. And I think uh, he's put in like $2.5 million into his effort. Uh, the, the Republican structure in California uh, largely seemed to be behind Faulkner. They wanted to kind of clear the field for him. That's not going to happen. There were efforts, uh, I was told, to, to try to you know, move John Cox out of it to convince him for the better of the party and so forth. But clearly, he's not having any of it. As far as what chance he has or Kevin Faulkner has, um, they certainly have a chance in a recall. Uh, remember, not only there's two questions. Not only is that do you want to remove the incumbent governor, but who do you want to uh, replace him? And that's just the person with the most votes. So, you know, in a case like this, somebody, you know, with 30 percent or more, if there's a huge field, can win. It doesn't have to be a majority. Uh, it doesn't go to a runoff. Uh, so that's, uh, uh, you know, a real key dynamic in this whole thing that a lot of people aren't focused on. Are there other potential candidates at this point? Uh, yes, there's a lot of people talking about it, but and frankly, once this recall uh, recall qualifies, and if it does, you're going to see people coming out of the woodwork. Back in 2003, uh, during the recall of Governor Gray Davis, you know, we are so focused on his recall, and you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger was elected the replacement. But there were more than 100 people that that uh, qualified to run, uh, and that was before you know social media really took hold. It's a lot easier to qualify, uh, and so you are going to see all sorts of people. I mean, you know, we had strippers and porn stars along with very serious candidates the last time. This is California. So it's going to be a wild ride if this uh, recall uh, uh, qualifies for the ballot. Yeah, that sounds fun. And like a lot of work for voters. Um, right. Your column talked about the role that uh, Mayor Todd Gloria might play in the recall effort. Do you know where he stands? Well, he didn't want to talk about that. Uh, you know, he's certainly for his own purposes, has uh, has pointed out some of the problems he was left with uh, by the Faulkner administration. You know, he's got a pretty large budget deficit that's left over. And, you know, you can't blame Faulkner entirely for that because the pandemic has hurt, uh, you know, municipal budgets around the country. But I, it's not uncommon for uh, a newly elected mayor or governor or president even to, you know, point out the problems that, that are, are left over, especially when they're going to have to uh, you know, deliver some bad news in terms of cuts in services and things like that, which Gloria and the city council will probably have to do. You know, taking that the next step to the recall, it remains to be seen. Uh, you know, he did participate in an anti-recall news conference. A lot of that was focused on the some of the extremist groups that are involved around the fringes of the recall effort. But uh, he has tweeted a couple things since that that you know indirectly are critical of Faulkner. So. You know, as I mentioned, is he going to be like a political character witness? Here's the guy on the ground here in San Diego that's got to, you know, quote unquote, clean up the mess of the previous governor. Um, but, I, you know, even if that happens, I don't expect that to be, you know, a major, major part of the campaign. Yeah, you wrote about California Democrats uh, during a, a meeting online, including 
County Supervisor Nathan Fletcher. California Democrats are saying that the recall effort is being driven mostly by extremists like those who rioted at the Capitol on January 6th. Is that the impression you get? Or is there evidence that, you know, some Democrats are not pleased with his performance? Uh, there, there are. And first, to, to address the first point you made, the Los Angeles Times and I think others have, you know, sort of verified that, that some of these extremist groups, the Proud Boys and others, have been involved in, you know, the, the, the rallies, signature gathering efforts and so forth. Uh, is it being led by them? No, that's not the case. And, and there's been a lot of hue and cry over that, but there are connections there. Um, some Democrats and some labor organizations haven't been too happy with the, you know, how things have been going. Primarily, this has all been about uh, the governor's response to the COVID-19 crisis. And things, as we know, have not gone well. They haven't gone well in, in some other states, but that's you know, a different matter. Uh, and, and, you know, in terms of the priorities, who's getting, uh, you know, in line for the vaccines, but the Democrats are going to rally around the governor. Uh, I, there's no question about that. One of his bigger problems is that, that some pretty wealthy Silicon Valley titans haven't been too happy with them, and some have contributed to the recall campaign. Uh, whether they get to continue to stay active and really heavily fund the campaign should the, the measure go on the ballot uh, remains to be seen, but they've certainly... Uh, put one foot in heavily. And finally, what is your prediction for the recall? Will there be a governor recalled this year? And how likely is it that the replacement could be from San Diego? Well, uh, if the re if the governor is recalled, I think the, the, there's, there's pretty good potential that the replacement could be from San Diego. One of the problems for Faulkner is, you know, if you're sort of seen as the front runner, everybody's targeting you. But like I said, given that it just takes a plurality, and if there's many, many people, including some serious candidates and the weird candidates, it might not take much to win that election. But going to the, the main question, will the governor be recalled? I'll go with most conventional wisdom that, that the, the, the recall election qualifies for the ballot and he doesn't get recalled. The COVID-19 crisis is the main issue in his response to it. Things are going to improve unless, you know, the country really, you know, takes a, a weird turn. Things are improving. If this election is held, we're looking at probably the fall. It's more, more than likely kids will be back in school, and that's been one of the main complaints. Businesses will be reopened uh, to a large degree. Not that people will forget this, but, uh, you know, it won't seem as intense then as now. And also that his uh, public standing is still pretty good, given all the problems. One poll had him still a little bit over 50%. It went down considerably, but he was in the stratosphere and 60%, uh, you know, job approval rating, which doesn't last long regardless. So, you know, if I were to say right now, no, he doesn't get recalled. But, you know, the, the, the thing about something like a recall, once it qualifies for the ballot, anything can happen. And there's been other management issues uh, that, that uh, have not gone well for the governor beyond the COVID crisis. Okay, we'll be watching. Thank you, Michael. Thank you, Christy. And now Chris Reed is here to talk opinion. He's the deputy editorial and opinion editor and the main editorial writer on the UT's editorial board. Okay, Chris, the editorial board wrote that recall should not be taken lightly. We came out against the recall uh, of Newsom earlier in December, also the local recall against Jennifer Campbell, the San Diego City Council president. When do you think recalls are appropriate? I think they're appropriate in two circumstances, one much more than the other. The first is in the case of abject corruption, like we saw with the Illinois governor a few years ago, or we've seen with governors in New Jersey and Maryland many times over the years, where they're actively taking money from people who 
pursuing state business. But I do think you can make a case that for an extreme and extreme incompetence also merits a recall. Did it merit the recall of Gray Davis in 2003? Maybe, maybe not, probably not, because he was just uh, in doing things that, uh, that, that had been common in California before. He wasn't the first one to botch a power crisis. And he certainly wasn't the first one to basically demand political donations from unions in return for support. But that said, uh, I'm not sure if Newsom has met that standard at all. He has not handled the pandemic pretty, particularly well. He has not been clear about standards under what schools would reopen. And he has made other mistakes. But is this uh, meriting a recall of a guy who won a, a massive landslide? I'm not sure about that. Well, yeah, you mentioned Gray Davis. I mean, do you see a trend here? Are California voters turning to this when they're unhappy with governors? Well, we uh, have had stories that point out that every single governor for, for decades has faced recall efforts because it's just so easy to start a recall petition. But we've only had a tiny handful that have ever actually made it to the ballot. So it's easy to launch recalls. It's hard to get them to, to the, the finish line where you actually have a vote on somebody because it, it requires money to gather signatures. you got to have money in California. So uh, I, I think it's uh, an easy out for uh, a lot of people, to an easy way for them to express their dissatisfaction. But there's no particular evidence that, uh, that they're going to be the new norm. And with California being you know, such a heavily Democratic state, do you think this is the only way to get a Republican elected to governor? I'm not sure uh, about that. I think that uh, it's the, the demographics are so overwhelmingly against Republicans that I really do think you need something as bizarre as 2003 when we had one of the world's biggest movie stars running against a very unpopular Democrat, a guy who the year before had run a statewide initiative promoting after school activities and had already gotten to know the editorial boards and the pundits and the reporters of California. So uh, it may be the only way uh, for it to happen. Uh, it, it probably is in conventional terms, but that said, it still seems like a long shot. Arnold Schwarzenegger is not an easily, you know, he's not easily replicated. He is, he is, was a unique candidate at a unique time with an unusually unpopular Democratic incumbent. Newsom's handling of the pandemic is, you know, a big reason people want to see him recalled from the dinner at the French Laundry to the slow vaccination rollout. What do you see as being the biggest missteps in California? In February, California had an epochal decision to make. Should it trust President Donald Trump to provide supplies from ventilators to masks to all the things that are required in response to the pandemic? Newsom has said that he believed the pandemic was coming as soon as the World Health Organization issued its warning. And so if he, if he realized it was coming, he had a stark choice to make. Did he trust the most erratic president in American history? Or did California, uh, the fifth largest economy in the world with 40 million people, go its own way in trying to provide supplies. If he had done that, he would be forever remembered as a proactive governor who didn't trust Donald Trump in the state where Donald Trump is the least popular in America. Instead, he trusted Donald Trump. I had a conversation with one of his aides who tried to talk me out of writing about this angle, and uh, I'm not gonna reveal the particulars of it, but the fact is, is that Newsom had a decision to make and he chose to trust Donald Trump, which in retrospect just seems daft. So if things turn around this year, if a lot of people get vaccinated, if schools reopen, if businesses start doing better, what do you think will happen to the recall effort? I think it takes quite a bit of the steam out of the recall effort if that happens. But to me, it's a really open question whether or not we'll see the full bounce back that we expect. Maybe the economy will bounce back strongly, but there still is such pervasive opposition among teachers unions to reopening schools. And there's still a third or more of parents who are, who are nervous about schools. 
that I don't know, uh, you know, the vaccines are coming and they will build up herd immunity, but will they build up uh, confidence about how safe things are? I'm not sure if that will be as, as neat a process as we may hope. And finally, what's your prediction? What do you think will happen? I think the recall will qualify for the ballot, but I think that if the only options that Californians have are Kevin Faulkner and John Cox, I just don't see them as, as uh, nearly the threat that Schwarzenegger was to Gray Davis. So I would expect the recall to fail. Okay. Thank you, Chris. Thanks. Thanks for listening to San Diego News Fix. I'm Christy Totten, and we'll be back tomorrow. <laughs>